Welcome to Get Your Barbecue On with Ken Alexander. Get Your Barbecue On is a show for backyard cooks looking for tips and insight into barbecuing, grilling, entertaining, and enjoying themselves outside with delicious food. Each week, we'll share some barbecuing and grilling tips, techniques, recipes, and a few pitmaster secrets you just have to know. Every show will feature fun, interesting, and informative guests, and will also answer listener questions. Please send your questions to getyourbbqon at gmail.com or visit our website at kenshardwoodbbq.com and click podcast. Welcome to Get Your Barbecue On with Ken Alexander, the podcast. I'm here today with my co-host, the doctor, Dr. Andre Jones. Hey! Hey, it's good to be back. Welcome back, doctor. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we've been out a couple of weeks. We had some stuff going on, and and now we're here. We've got a great show planned for today. Absolutely. And... uh, it, one thing is we're going to talk about probably the beefiest, mm. greatest tasting cut of meat oh? off a cow today. I'm re- oh. and yeah, we're going to be talking about and grilling skirt steak. Skirt steak. Oh, okay. Skirt, S- skirt steak. Skirt. Skirt steak. steak. Yeah, so opposite yeah, yeah. of pants steak right <laughs> i don't know if it's opposite it? but <laughs> <laughs> found only on female cows right <laughs> no, 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 is no, this what it is <laughs> no, it's, it's on all the cows it's on all, all cows cow okay sorry steers, yeah, all right it's a skirt steak so I'm, I'm, we'll talk about a very flavorful piece of meat mm. and it's easy to cook okay uh, and it's fast okay if you want a quick meal throw a quick meal together yeah Skirt steak is is uh, certainly an item that you can put together for a very flavorful quick meal. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. All right. And who do we have for our guest? Today, we're, we're going to have Marie Seifers. Ooh. Man, does her resume and the things she's done mm-hmm. in this community, it's it's listed, amazing listed, yeah. endless and amazing. amazing absolutely she's done some fantastic things around town here mm-hmm. uh you know all the community service and so it's got a, a, a long list it's going to be a very good conversation a nice yeah. conversation and uh i've been looking forward to having her on the show absolutely because, again the contributions that she has uh that she's given to all of the kids, so mm-hmm. many kids around Tucson, so many children, so mm-hmm. many uh, young adults, and uh, her commitment to education is tremendous. Absolutely. So, uh, really looking forward to that conversation with her on the second half of the show. So please stick around. Absolutely. All right. So now uh, let's get a little bit into this skirt steak yeah you want to explain where this comes from what what is this yeah so the skirt steak comes more from the abdomen so it's it's the muscles along the belly of the cow oh you know you know the diaphragm yeah yeah the diaphragm more or less and you know as our diaphragm our diaphragm is the muscle that 
makes us breathe mm-hmm. and pushes everything around and does just about everything. So it is a, a, a muscle that has a lot of connective tissue that it, it could be pretty tough, this, this piece of meat. Okay. And, and so it, it could, could be if it's not prepared properly. Wow. And typically a skirt steak is about four to five inches wide and it comes and it's about one and a half to one inch thick okay right and you see it most of the time it's what folks use for fajitas to make fajitas get out of here really that's what they use yeah you see it you see it at the meat counter and it's already being marinated a lot of times and they already have some you know some spices but a lot of the you know mexican restaurants and that they use this cut of meat for to make fajitas. Because it's the most flavorful. Yeah, yeah. when you see a carne asada, mm-hmm. uh, fajita, or whatever, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's, it's this piece of meat. Mm, now I'm yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> sure. But yeah, it's a great piece of meat. It's very flavorful. The thing about it is uh, back in the day, this uh-huh. is one of those cuts of meats that the butchers used to kind of like keep for themselves. Because I oh, mean, it didn't wow. have a lot of... Uh, they weren't able to sell a lot of it. Not a lot of people bought this piece of meat right. until like around in the 1980s. Really? Yeah, in the 1980s, a lot of Mexican restaurants and a lot of Mexican Americans started using this mm. cut of meat. And, you know, like a lot of things, once it became pretty popular and the demand was up, the price started going Absolutely. up. Absolutely. So sometimes you might have to pay a little bit. <laughs> A little bit of change right. for a skirt steak. That makes sense. And sometimes it can be confused with a flank steak. Okay. And uh, which, okay, so the skirt steak comes from a place on a cow they call the plate. And I, like I said, it's right in the, it's the uh, under the cow. Right. And it's right around the cow's belly. It's the diaphragm part of it. Right. And right behind it, Mm-hmm. A little more toward the rear is where you find a flank steak. And huh. the flank steak is normally, is a little bigger. Mm-hmm. So the thing about both of these steaks is they have a grain, a distinctive grain. You could see mm. at, that runs along. So the thing about the flank steak, the grain runs lengthwise. Okay. But when we're talking about the skirt steak, the grain will run with wise interesting right and that's okay. one of the big differences and the skirts and the skirt steak is thinner than the flank steak interesting and it's a lot more flavorful got it you know you're expanding my horizon because all i knew was t-bone the <laughs> sirloin yeah. i didn't know we had all these other fancy versions of snake uh, all of these other cuts yeah of meat, man yeah. But, yeah there are a lot of other cuts there of meat. is right but so there's one other thing huh there's a outside skirt and an inside skirt <laughs> steak. How does this get so complicated? Right, right. But the thing about the outside skirt, which is the first, most flavorful, and that's the one I described, yeah. which is, uh, again, it's about three to four inches wide, and it is one and a half to one inch thick. And that's the tender of the two steaks. Okay. The inside skirt, which is wider, and it's gonna be about five to seven inches wide. Okay. Right. Whoa. And it, and yeah, but it's only half as thick, and you'll see it sometimes. It's really, it's really, it's thinner, it's wider, 
and it is a, a little more difficult to to cook. Okay. So if you're in the meat market, or mm-hmm. I mean, or you're at the the meat counter, mm-hmm. you can always ask the butcher and say, "Hey, is this inside skirt or outside skirt?" And okay. you want the outside skirt. skirt. Okay. Okay. Cool. Makes sense. Cool. Makes sense. All right. So where do you normally find this great tasting mm-hmm. piece of meat? Any grocery store. Really? Yeah, the meat counter. Just go to the meat counter at the grocery store, and sometimes you'll see them. Normally, when you see them in the meat display, they're going to be rolled up, but it'll say okay. flank steak. Okay. They'll be rolled and in, 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 in a little, they'll have it rolled, rolled and, up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it'll say skirt steak, so you can find it there, and sometimes if you want to get the marinated, that might have it sometimes marinated already oh, in the meat, in, wow. the, in, in the display, display. case, yeah. but also in the meat counter, when you go where the butcher is, you go there, They'll a lot of times they'll have it there marinating too. Oh, wow, okay. Right, All right. right. With their own marinade and everything. With their else. own marinade, yeah. with their own seasons. Sure. I mean, if, if you want to go that route, that's fine. Right. So what do you do when you get this prepped steak, mm-hmm. when you get this skirt steak, yeah. and how do you prep it? Yeah. So the first thing you do, you want to take, you know, the it, like it's a long piece of meat. One is you want to like cut it so it fits better on the grill. So mm. uh, like if it, you want to cut it into some pieces that you can manage on the grill so you can uh, you can slice it you know, depending about how long it is. Mm. I mean, you don't want any more anything more than I would say, you know, six inch pieces or something like that. Sure. All right. So you could you could cut it now. My recommendation is that you marinate it. There are a lot of good marinades out there mm. on the internet, right. but I would say just depending on what flavor profile, are you going for a more uh, Mexican flavor mm. style, a more Asian style? Oh wow! I, I've right. had it with you know with I've seen some really good ones with some with ginger. Ooh and soy sauce mm. and, and and just some honey and i've seen some really good marinades made made that way so there's a lot of good marinades out there mm. on the internet now the thing mm. about it, it's a thin piece of steak and it really doesn't need any more than 30 minutes or so to marinate really so it's not an overnight thing right you can right i I recommend no more than 24 hours okay but hour to 30 minutes will be fine okay that way it's a thin piece you don't want to just overpower it with the the marinade flavors you Mm -hmm. still want some beef flavor in there right so i recommend that you only marinate it about then like i said if, if you only have an hour you can do it overnight Okay. Just in case. So when I come home, I want to just pull out mm-hmm. a marinade and pop it on. I don't right. want to deal with that. Right. Or uh, if you want to marinate an hour to 30 minutes, you know, that that's fine. And so after that, you marinate. And if you want to just use a rub, you can re- use sure. a rub also. Okay. Right. Okay. So, I mean, we're just going through the prep. Yep. Marinate rub you can marinate and rub oh okay if you like this depends on what kind of flavor profile mm-hmm. that you are looking for here so uh like i said there's a lot of flavorful and nice marinades out there on the internet so hey, give it a try. try okay right right cool right. so how are we gonna cook it now yeah yeah so well, it's a steak so we're gonna have steak. to grill it's we're gonna grill it and yeah. it's gonna be high heat 
Okay. And the thing about this, so these skirt steaks and these types of steaks, they're best when they're medium rare. Oh. Right. So I would not go anywhere past medium with this steak. Oh. But medium rare is the best, best. place for this steak. And that's going to be about, and we're going to talk about temperature. So the, uh, I'll get to the, in, in just a second, I'll get to the temperature that we're trying to reach, the target meat temperature. For okay. right now, we're going to cook this thing on high heat. Okay. And we're going to cook it at, you know, I'm talking about 450 to 475 right. degrees. High, high heat. High, high yeah. heat. And it's only going to be on the grill two to three minutes each side. Wow. Right. Fast. Two to three minutes each side. So yeah. don't go anywhere. Don't go off grabbing a big red or anything like that. No cream sodas or <laughs> no try cream to sodas, continue yeah. to work on your strawberry lemonade. <laughs> right, right, You're standing right, right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you don't want to go far. You want to stay right there wow. with the stick. And so you only want to go two to three minutes on each side and over high heat. And uh, the thing is, so you're going to oil the grate mm -hmm. like we always do. We yep. want to get a little, either you do it with some uh, cooking spray, non-cooked right. spray cooking spray or you can just brush it with some olive oil or any kind of oil if you have canola vegetable sure. something oil to grates then you just take that meat toss it on there two minutes three minutes on one side hit the other side now you need your trusty handy dandy meat thermometer uh-huh right? oh you, you i want to make sure you have it. Here. yeah yeah okay yeah. and the spritz yeah and that then and, and we kind of missed that but we talk about uh you know, once we have, we can, we can rub it down, but the other thing is we can spritz and mop. Right. Yeah. And this is a good meat, you know, it's not going to be on there long, but you can right. sure enough hit it a couple of times with a good mop or some spritz. Okay. Again, just adding flavor to it. Right. 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 And so mm -hmm. you get it on there two to three minutes, you hit it on both sides. I mean, it, it's going to be cooked. It's going to be smelling nice. Mm. And, uh, and I'm doing this on my, uh, when when I'm doing this, I'm doing it on my gas grill. Okay. Okay. Typically. Right. But you could do it on uh, your charcoal, charcoal kettle grill, whatever sure. you have. But as long as you can get the heat up, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you're gonna need to have a really hot grill, charcoal grill, and you're gonna have to have those coals red hot, hot. Mm -hmm. yeah, to get that temperature up because. You just want to lock and seal those flavors in yeah. when you hit that steak. Right. All right. So now we're cooking at 450 to 475 degrees, and we're trying to reach an internal temperature of 130 to 135 degrees. And that's wow. going to be our medium rare. Right. But if you're definitely not a medium rare person, I definitely would not go past 145 degrees with this with this meat. Now, mm. the USDA says beef at 145 degrees. Right, right. Uh, but this this cut of meat, you could mm -hmm. you could do 130, 135. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because you, right. if you go any more than that, you're just going yeah, to take gonna, all the flavor out. You, well, right. yeah, and, and you're going to start drying it out. It's oh. a really thin piece of meat. And, you wanna, and so once we get it to that temperature, yeah. we want to take the steak off the grill mm -hmm. and just put it in some aluminum foil. Put it in a pan and put a little foil over because we have to rest. 
Oh, that's right. 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 And we want to keep so the, the flavor inside. Keep the flavor inside. Because the thing about it, when, we, when we're cooking on the grill, what it's doing is bringing all the moisture mm-hmm. towards the outside of the steak. Right. So what happens when you rest the meat, what mm. happens is it, all those juices have a chance to redistribute Tribute. throughout yeah. the steak. And then now you're going to have a nice mm. juicy piece of meat when you cut into it. Mm. Okay, oh, so you so you want to pull it off rest, and then the other thing while it's resting, it's probably gonna go up another five degrees. Right. When you pull it off, you sure, know, it's gonna yeah. sure. And so it's gonna be cooking a little more. Right. But let it rest about five minutes, and then it's ready to serve. Voila. Yeah, I'm talking bon appetit. Mm. Mm, that sounds like the best uh, piece of meat to make the fajitas. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah, fajitas or whatever you want to do. And it slices up great now. Mm. One other thing, when you're ready to serve it, always cut against the grain. Oh, right, 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 right. right. You always want to cut against the grain. It's going to make it a lot more tender. Makes sense. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. cut against the grain. Mm. That sounds good. <laughs> you have sold me on skirt steak. Yeah. I'm sold. Yeah, and, and that is a, a steak that you could cook on your grill easily. Yeah, I mean it. it it'll you know it's high heat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the the equipment that you have, this would be a great steak to cook on your grill. Absolutely, absolutely. Right. Man, right. that sounds good. All right. Next, I'll just make my own uh, uh, tortilla chips, and uh, I'll be ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get your get your little salsa. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Holds me salsa. Yeah. Hey, oh my god! I think I have an idea. <laughs> All right, you you sold me. All right. I was a little skeptical at first, but you sold me. Well, that's the grill steak. So. Mm. Uh, I hope you all enjoy. And if uh, if you have any questions regarding the grilled skirt steak, mm-hmm. then you can always just send us a question. That's right. To get your BBQ on at gmail.com. All right. That's great. <laughs> uh, well, it's time for us to take a break. But when we return, dun, dun. we are going to answer a listener question. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to check in with the doctor. Da, 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 da. Our grill master in training, da, da. the Dr. Andre Jones. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is Ken from Ken's Hardwood Barbecue Restaurant, where we have created a blend of barbecue and southern cooking. We have taken the best barbecue styles and flavors from Texas, Missouri, and the Carolinas. What food has meant to my family is a way to come together and fellowship. We invite you to come and join us. We are located at 5250 East 22nd Street in Tucson at the crossroads of Craycroft and 22nd. Call us at 520-745-4746. Come on down and get your barbecue on. Hey, welcome back to Get Your Barbecue On with Ken Alexander. I'm here with the doctor, dun, 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 dun. Dr. Andre Jones. Dun, dun. Hey, doctor. Yeah. It's that time. It is. For us to answer a listener question. Absolutely. As they say on Sesame Street, question of the day. All right. (laughs) Here's the question from Michelle in Tucson. Hi, Kent and the doctor. She included me. The doctor. Yes. I'm included. She included the grill master in training. Yay. Cool. I probably can't answer the question, but I'll play along. I have this very flavorful marinade I Hmm. use on my skirt steaks. Hey. I can, uh, can I use the marinade as a sauce when the meat is ready? 
My mom told me to always toss out the marinade once I removed from the meat. What do you think? Well, the thing is, I just got this flavorful marinade, mm -hmm. and, I, and I've had some marinades that are really, really good. And just like, man, it's. I'm gonna just toss this thing out. Like, right. You know, I, Can I is not there use something it? else I could do with this thing? Right. So my answer, the answer to the question is yes, you can use it. Really? You just have to cook it. Oh. <laughs> right, really? right, right, right. So my recommendation is to put it in a pan and just boil it. Cook it. That's the thing. Just boil it and cook it, and you got to get it to temperature. Oh. I mean, because like if you're cooking meat, what do, what temperature do you have to get at 145? Right, and and the meat that has been in this uh, marinade, yeah, is beef. I mean, so if it's oh, beef or it's right. pork or whatever. But the thing is, in order for something to boil, it's at a much higher temperature mm. than what it takes to cook the meat. And that the meat would be at, you know, 15 seconds at a certain temperature. Right. At, you know, beef at 165. So the thing is, all you need to do is take it, boil it, simmer it down. Mm. You know, if you're trying to want it to be a certain thickness or whatever, and that's all you have to do. So yeah. I, I know one, uh, a marinade, if it's a thicker marinade, just add a little water to it. Oh. Cook it down. Yeah. And then uh, before you put the meat on. Oh, got it. Got that it. way, especially if you're talking about, she mentioned skirt steak. Or yeah. Steak. You want to make sure that's ready when you get. So what you can do is just mm. get it on there as soon as you take the meat out and, and right. start prepping the meat, ready to get on the grill. Throw that on the stove. Let that cook down. And when the meat comes off the grill this and you start slicing, slicing it into up. it, mm. you can take some of that, throw it in a little mm. gravy bowl. Oh, yeah. And then just... Dipping on. Dip. Oh, because after all, that is what was cooked there. Yeah. Right, right, right. And so, so there you go. Yeah, layering Perfect. the flavor. Mm -hmm. So, you know, not intentionally disagreeing with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> or not being forceful about yeah, this. Just yeah, saying. yeah. But I'm just saying that it's something that I do quite often. And uh, it's okay to do it. As long as you get the marinade to the right temperature. Perfect. If you're boiling it and cooking it down, it's perfectly okay. Mm. So enjoy that flavorful marinade as a sauce for your meat. I love it. I love it. So there you go, Michelle. Thank you so much for the question. And the rest of you, all of our listeners can leave us a question by going to getyourbbqon at gmail.com. That's getyourbbqon at gmail.com. All right. Well, it's time for us to take another... Well, no, it's not. We're just going to check in with the doctor right now. Uh-oh. I was going to try to take us to break. But, uh -huh. uh, <laughs> I, was, I was like, woo. Yeah. Don't need to check in with the doctor. <laughs> but, oh, uh, but we're going to check in with the doctor. We are definitely going to check in with the doctor. <laughs> All right, doctor. What's yes. going on? Our grill master in training. Yes, sir. So believe it or not, I have been doing tons and tons of grilling because, well, A, I'm having a lot of fun out of it. B, mm -hmm. I've been home more. Yeah. And see, I have now another mouth to feed. Oh. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so happy to announce that I adopted a dog. 
Wow. That's right. A new dog. A new dog. Can never replace Buddy. Yeah, no. Buddy. Oh, Buddy. Buddy is irreplaceable. Exactly. But this other dog is actually living up to his to his shoes so far, so yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the previous owners actually did a lot of cooking for him, actually. Mm. So I have now taken him on, and I've been doing some cooking and grilling for him, believe it or not. Wow. So chicken is his favorite thing. So chicken is my favorite thing. Right, chicken right, is also right. my daughter's favorite thing. Wow. So chicken is a favorite thing in the house. So <laughs> <laughs> I actually did some half chicken breast okay. um, over the weekend, which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. actually turned out really good. I uh, figured out the flavor profile. So these are chicken breasts with the bone in them. Yes, it is actually. So okay. that surprised me mm-hmm. because I was thinking, I was like, oh, I got chicken breast. And then I was like, half breasted chicken Okay, so what does this mean? What does this mean exactly? And I cut it. I was actually pulling them apart. And I was like, oh, there's bone. Yeah. Oh. Bone means flavor. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and oh my gosh, there's so much of it. But anyway, so I figured out a rub, right? Mm-hmm. And my dog is is really big. He's really cute too. Yeah. But yeah. He, uh, he can put his head to the counter pretty well. Mm. So he was watching me prepare oh, the chicken, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, he's like, uh-huh, and what else? Are you? I felt like he was asking me, so what flavor profile are we gonna have this evening? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, how about we do some uh, sweet and smoky? Mm-hmm. How about we do a little bit of uh, apple wood, because I love my apple wood. Right, right, And how about right. some hickory? Yeah. Let's, let's do that. What do you think, dog? And he's like, yeah, okay, that works. Mm-hmm. See, I now have an assistant. It's, it's so nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm mixing everything together, and I'm, I'm rubbing it down, and he's looking, and I think he's approving of this. Right, I think he's right, approving right, of right. this. Um, he lays down, so that must mean he knows that I got this now. <laughs> yeah. So I heat up the, uh, the grill. Uh, I let it get to about 400 degrees and mm-hmm, I put mm-hmm. the chicken on. So s- for some reason, I keep forgetting that it takes chicken a little bit longer to actually cook to temperature for some reason. I don't yeah, know why yeah. well, I keep thinking. you know, the way the chicken breasts are today, those are pretty thick pieces of, they are. of meat. So it's going to yes. take a while with, yeah. with, a, with a half chicken breast like that. Yeah, and it did. It took about a good 45 minutes for actually to cook mm-hmm. all the way through. Get it mm-hmm. to temperature, 165. Mm-hmm. But oh my gosh, that smell. Mm, it was smelling so good. The whole house was smelling good. And I was flipping it over, spraying it down with some apple juice to kind of, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. layer the flavor a little, a little bit. Yeah, on. yeah. Then I ran out of apple juice and I'm like, well, this is interesting. <laughs> I'm only halfway done and I'm out of spritz. So yeah. I guess this is going to work out. Yeah. But luckily, it was still nice and flavorful. I took off some pieces. I ate it. It was great. Mm-hmm. I uh, uh, pulled it apart, put it in the dog food because we're mm-hmm. fattening him up because he was a little thin. Yeah. Um, but in his dog food, he ate it up. The little dog ate it up. So mm-hmm. And my daughter ate it up. So we're, we're actually yeah. really happy. Everybody enjoyed Everybody it. enjoyed it. And what was so funny, his previous owners actually came over the next day, the Saturday, yeah. and um, they brought us more chicken. Oh yeah! So I now have two whole pieces of chicken mm-hmm. plus the chicken, the leftover chicken I cooked right. plus more chicken. Right. I'm kind of um, feeling a little chicken <laughs> out right now. <laughs> right. I'm gonna have to go to pork soon. Gonna yeah. have to go to pork. All right. So that's what I've been doing on the grill. At least this past week, I, I'm really excited about the skirt steak. I'm yeah. definitely gonna try that. Then cooking some fajitas with that. And one more big note is that today is a very special day. The day of this recording. Oh, wow. It's a very special day to me. It is 
my birthday. The doctor. That's right. Happy birthday <laughs> to the you. doctor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy and birthday. Thank you. And and I, I this will be the last time I officially acknowledge my birthday because next year is going to be anniversaries of my 39th year <laughs> on the planet. So you see, I, I, I'm stuck. I'm, I'm here. Yeah, That's right, it. So right, five right. years from now, I'm going to be like, everyone's going to be happy birthday. I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, you remembered my, an- my fifth anniversary of my 39th <laughs> year on the planet. Thank you so much. All right. Right. Yes. All right. It's well, all good things around here, Ken. Well, happy birthday, well, Doctor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Happy 39th. That's right. Good old 39th. It's the best yeah. year yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Well, I'm good. To see, I'm happy to see that the chicken turned out well. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to hearing about the skirt steak next week absolutely i just gotta get through my chicken right 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 <laughs> right, right. but definitely gonna like cheat and put some in the freezer so that way i can work on some skirt steak. yeah there you go there Ugh. you go and always most most barbecue freezes well yes and if you don't leave it in there for months or years it'll be all right, right. <laughs> out. don't think so, my dog will let me right 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 <laughs> all right that's great so We'll be looking forward to hearing from you next week. Absolutely. Doctor. Absolutely. All right. So it's time for us to take another break. But mm-hmm. when we come back, we're going to be bringing you the good news. Yes. Yeah, we have. Who sister, we have? We have Marie Seifers is going to be here with Ooh. us on the second part of the show. Awesome. And like I said, she's got a long list of just being so helpful to the community. Mm-hmm. It's done so many things. So it's going to be a great conversation. So hang in there. We'll be right back. Hey folks, it's your favorite pitmaster or trainee, Dr. Andre Jones himself, and I'm super excited to let you know that I have my very own show. That's right, I'm the host of All About the Win podcast, where myself and my fellow players interview local and national entrepreneurs about their greatest accomplishment thus far. Plus, we add a little bit of old school magic to bring those stories to life. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify by searching All About the Win, that's W-I-N podcast, or visit our website at www.allaboutthewin, that's W-I-N podcast.com and be prepared to be inspired and entertained hey welcome back to get your barbecue on with ken alexander the podcast i'm here with the doctor dr andre jones Uh uh-huh and we have a special guest today we're here with marie seifers She's done so much in the community, and uh, you want to call her, you know, all give her all these this praise and mm-hmm. and all these accolades, but she just likes to be go by Sister C. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it, Sister C. Welcome to the show, Sister C. Thank you for having me, Ken. I appreciate it. All right, all right. Now I don't normally do this, but I'm just trying to give the listening audience just kind of an indication of who I have in front of me today, me and the doctor, and just kind of all the things that you have done. I mean, you have had so much experience. You've been a youth director. uh, You opened two charter schools. You've been a foster parent for 22 years. You've gotten a lot of kids. You made sure a lot of kids got to college. Mm -hmm. You've got the Tucson Educational Empowerment for Minorities. 
And over the years, and this is what I don't normally do, but you have had so many, been recognized for so much. You've been the IBM Exceptional Achievement Award, United Way Loan Executive Award. You have won the Drum Major Award here in Tucson. You've won awards for dropout for prevention. Uh, you've won awards at the U of A for improved quality education for underrepresented groups. I mean, it goes on and on. You've won uh, Omega Phi Psi first annual Black Awareness Award. Uh, Davis Education Appreciation dedicated to all the work you did for the Davis Education Center. You've run the Wolves of Parks Award. It just goes on. It's just this whole page of accolades. And so I'm saying all that because I've been watching you over the years here in Tucson and you've done so much and I'm so grateful and just this, the, all the things that you've done. And uh, I think uh, you are really a blessing to Tucson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'd like to, to uh, say that children seem to be a a magnet for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and when i'm around them you know i get a blood transfusion <laughs> yeah. i kid you not because they're up here and i'm trying to get up there mm-hmm. and you know it just keeps me going and the adrenaline going so i just love it mm. yeah so you've done so much in tucson how did you get to tucson how did you tell us about that journey of Coming to Tucson. A lot of people uh, thought I was crazy. I didn't understand <laughs> it myself. Uh, I'm the only girl of uh, four siblings and spoiled, mm-hmm. you know, of course, and I was enjoying myself, but God had other plans. And, you know, with hindsight, I see how he set up, even when it was bad, it was good. So you're from New Jersey, right? I'm Jersey. Yeah, wow. Jersey. Yeah, Jersey and New York. All I right. live both places. Oh, wow. So okay. After graduating from high school, I went to the city and lived in Brooklyn, went mm. to college in the city and worked yeah. in Harlem, 125th Street. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, oh, wow. oh, yeah, you worked in Harlem, 125th Street, huh? No way. Street. I sure did. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was quite a journey. I said, well, why, did you, why didn't you work in Brooklyn? <laughs> you know? Right, right. But anyway, that's a long story but um god really led me out here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because i was content still doing a whole lot of stuff in jersey mm-hmm. uh in my church working with the community um but ibm you know was opening up uh ibm direct over on valencia mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and wanted me to come out mm-hmm. and help them open the office oh, along really? with some of my other colleagues wow. and um i'm like well when i spoke to my husband he was like Okay, and then he changed his mind. I'm like, fine. I'm still in management. I don't <laughs> right. care, you know. Right, I right. didn't want to come out here without him. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, God had other plans, and I won't get into how he orchestrated all that. Right, but right, but it, it was a calling by God that mm-hmm. I come out here. Why I don't know. Mm-hmm. I came out with uh, five kids. Actually, I had right. four. Yes, Whoa. yes. Yeah, two were in college. They were graduating. Mm -hmm. One was going into college and one was 10. And then I brought my niece. She was a senior in high school. And we, we, I actually brought nothing but the clothes on my back. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you had a job and the clothes on your back and five children. Yes. Wow. To talk about it is scary. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I can't explain the feeling inside 
I got to be here. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Wow. And uh, so it, I, each day unfolded to this. I said, just, Lord, just find me a good church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll be fine. Right. <laughs> and I'm still there. Right, Trinity right. Missionary Baptist Church. Oh, that's great. You know, and um, it's been a journey and I won't get into the, I've never been afraid. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I was the only income. Right. Because right. my wow. kids didn't have jobs. They just got out of college. They were graduating from college. Right, wow. So I uh, had a business trip in, uh, to Colorado because Dale went to USC and Randy joined him and they were trying to make it there. So I had a business trip and they were starving. <laughs> they said, Daddy said, go to college and we'll always have a good job. And right. they're working at the Broadmoors bus boys. So oh, said, wow. And it was hard. So I yeah. said, look, I took them out to dinner and they never left me. They spent the night in the hotel. <laughs> so I said, wherever I am is home. Right. So mm-hmm. next thing I know, it was a uh, Super Bowl weekend. Here they came. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So we were all together for quite a while until I was uh, successful getting Randy got a a job as a supplemental Mm -hmm. with IBM and then eventually I got Dale on as a permanent and they shipped him to Chicago I was really happy about that Mm -hmm. don't play this card (laughs) he can't hear (laughs) he was driving me insane (laughs) (laughs) you know literally Um, because he wanted a good job right right I I told my friends you know we work together i said find something that you like about him mm. and hire him <laughs> <laughs> well here's the thing he did the college work and he really wanted that good job yeah that makes he sense did. and yeah. he said marie we like him we really do oh. <laughs> and um thank god he just retired oh in the last five years oh okay. that's great oh, good that's yeah. great yeah. good wow so they're all doing well i'm proud of all of them they've yeah. done very well oh that's good. fantastic so why did you decide to leave IBM? I mean, that's another like well, step out there. It yeah. was like I said, God has orchestrated all this. I started with a sub, um, yeah, supplemental sort of, but it was an agency that was hiring people to work in their IBM Direct unit. Oh, okay. So I went in through that agency and I didn't I was just working at IBM but I was not an IBM employee oh okay, okay. okay. got it got so it. um I love working I was a Mary Kay beauty consultant okay and a director so I really learned the gift of gab uh-huh. you know uh-huh. so and it came very easy for me um and I always enjoyed working so I just worked yeah. and IBM hires by tickets so they got one hiring ticket uh, and my boss liked me and two other people, and he did not know who he was going to hire. Okay. Um, and he's telling me all this later, mm-hmm. okay, because right. I got the ticket. Right. So he said, uh, I'll be frank, Marie, I didn't know who I was going to hire. I was really vacillating. And I get a phone call. Mm-hmm. From the president of another division called IRD, Information Records Division. Mm -hmm. And he said, did you hire Marie Seifers yet? Wow. (laughs) And he said, that did it. I knew you were the one. And and he said, I didn't know you knew him. I said, I don't. Wow. Whoa. I never met him. Mm -hmm. Never knew him. Wow. 
But again, God was setting all of this up because mm-hmm. he knew I was going to come out here by myself, right. virtually, you know, uh, and I needed the money. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. So, and, and when I had decided not to come after my husband changed his mind, uh, I got another message from the Lord. Because <laughs> I left my husband, it was really a bad marriage, but right. I was going to stay there because I don't believe in divorce and, right. you know, right. kids good, bad, or indifferent, they kind of need their dad around right. and so forth. Sure. So I was kind of weathering the storm. And one day after manager school, I just walked out. Wow. It was mm. that bad. I just walked wow. out. I didn't know mm. where I was going. Right. right. Wow. I had no idea. So we had an opinion survey feedback meeting that Monday and um, had to go buy clothes. I had no clothes. I just oh, wow. walked out. Right. Right. And... Um, this wonderful voice from the Lord said, now what's stopping you from going to Tucson? Ooh. I was out here in two weeks. House wow. hunting trip and everything. Wow. That's great, man. So he is, uh, the Lord's been a very important um, person in my life. Mm-hmm. And I try to listen. Well, you've done well. <laughs> mm-hmm. You've done well. And, and Tucson is certainly the beneficiary of mm-hmm. you coming here. Hey, it's time for us to take a break. Hang in there and we'll be right back. Hey, Tucson, do you have a hankering for some good old down-home cooking? Well, you're in luck. Along with our award-winning barbecue, we have southern fried catfish, mac and cheese, collard greens, fried okra, peach cobbler, sweet potato pie, and much more. 745-4746. That's 745-4746. Or visit our website. Come on down to Ken's Hardwood Barbecue and get your barbecue on. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Get Your Barbecue On with Ken Alexander. So, Sister C, you made it out here to Tucson, kind of took the long way around, a little indirect route, but you got here and you were working for IBM. So, how did you get from IBM to starting this whole, all the community service that you do? How, how did you get going there from the, from corporate to community service he couldn't pay i'll tell you that (laughs) (laughs) so it was um a will of god i'm sure had to be Mm -hmm. because i came out to tucson with nothing but uh, me and my children and the clothes on our backs Mm -hmm. no furniture wow not even a broom to sweep the floor a spoon to eat with or what uh, we bought our son a little 13-inch at the time TV. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. We're graduating from high school, so mm. we sat on the floor to eat. We sat on the floor to watch <laughs> the little 13-inch TV. But God, you know, he prepared the way. And so I was comfortable. I mm-hmm. figured if he gave it to me in Jersey, you know, it would come again at some point. Um, so I was a manager for about seven years with IBM. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure you can attest to this iconic cup runneth over right 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 right. (laughs) so i asked my manager i said could you find me something in the community Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i was a loan exec to united way okay so ibm loaned you out to the united way yeah okay for six months Mm. i raised a lot of money it was a lot of fun and i enjoyed it 
Right, right. Um, no pressure. It was all, you know, giving and everybody loved giving. And I traveled from, I even went to, mm -hmm. to Ray, or he was at the time, I think it was, mm -hmm. and uh, did presentations and stuff. And like I said, raised a lot of money. So my year was up. No, six months was up. And mm -hmm. I was supposed to go back to IBM, but I was not ready. Yes, yes. You so, re weren't ready to go back to the, the no. corporate life. No. Right. No, it's not as glamorous as a lot of people think. <laughs> <laughs> it pays well, but anyway. Um, so so what happened? What? Well, I went back to my boss again. I said, I'm not ready to come back. Find me something else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he went to the Tucson Urban League. Oh, wow. They were in need of someone to start up an um, education initiative program. Oh, that's, that's good. And um, so I started there. Mm -hmm. And as much as I love education, I had the foggiest what I was <laughs> going to do. So, you know, you have to put on your thinking cap and how can I handle this or what am I supposed to do going forward? The community doesn't know me, uh -huh. you know, and Tucson is not, you know, unless you're a native, they just don't open their arms and say, you know, we're so glad to have you with us. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, I made some friends and... Um, thought about what our need was in the community right? and how was I going to get people engaged, you know, in what I thought was important. And it's always with the children first, right? because if you can plant seeds early on, it's less drama, you know, when they become older. Mm -hmm. Right. So the Urban League had, so they had this need. What need did they think they had when they said we need a person? Well, it was from national. Okay. It was a national initiative. Okay. So, um, I mean, but there was no blueprint. <laughs> hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It's sort of like, hey, let's get a, a, some executives out from some of these uh, corporations that want to give back. And, right. and then... It was nothing like that. So then I it's had, crickets. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was uh, Gloria Copeland. Yeah. Uh, she kind of took me under her wing for a while and was taking me around to school to school until I could see what some of the problems were. Right. Mm -hmm. And there was another lady I can't remember, but she was with um, TUSD. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she gave me some pointers, you know. Yes. So I knew I had to strike out because I'm an individual that you know, I got to feel it. Right, mm -hmm. right, right, mm -hmm. right. Um, so I started with the... Um, after school program mm -hmm. at Cabot Elementary. Okay. Betty Brown was the principal at the time and mm -hmm. she's deceased now. And okay. she really was very helpful because uh, coming from um, corporate, you write a lot. Right, right, <laughs> right. So I'm writing these letters to the parents and she looked at the letter. Uh, that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, oh goodness, I'm back to drawing board. Hmm. So I figured I'd start with the children. And okay. do an after school program, but give them a reason why they needed to be there. Mm -hmm. And right. it was tutoring with math and reading. Okay. Yeah. So um, I had to get some tutors. Yes. Right. Yes. Where was I going to get tutors? <laughs> right. So I went to the U of A. Yes. And oh. I put up um, posters and flyers and, you know, and I recruited a few people. Mm -hmm. um, one Undergrads a, and yeah, mm -hmm. they were or one man was older. Okay. Um, so he was maybe finishing up 
his education or okay, something like okay. that. Okay, got it. And the other was a young lady. She didn't last long because of the community. Right. Mm. Okay. She wasn't too happy about coming to South Park. Mm. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a it's a different. Yeah, it's a different. At the time, people yeah. were afraid. Yeah. I don't know why, but anyway. So I I was able to get him and a few others, but they didn't really last. The man lasted the longest. Mm-hmm. So I zeroed in on math. Yes. Mm. Okay. Um, but again, you have to give children a reason to want to come, not yeah. just come to after school tutoring. Who wants that? You know. Right. Right. Doesn't so, sound appealing to them. No. <laughs> so you got to have a carrot, and my carrot was a snack. Yes. And they always need to eat. Mm-hmm. And then I decided uh, I want them not just to come and eat. I, they had to have a reason to get the tutoring and do well in their class and so mm-hmm. forth and so on. So um, incentives. You started offering incentives. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they had to earn it. They earned DC bucks. Mm-hmm. And these, uh, say if they wanted a basketball, is going to cost you 10 right. DC bucks. Okay. Right? And you get a buck, you know, every week, not every day. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. what's the DC? Um, I'm trying to remember what DC was. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't even remember, but I do mm-hmm. remember DC bucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, that worked very well. Right. And the teachers couldn't understand why the children were busting out of the classroom to get to after school tutoring. Oh, I love it. So, um, and I explained, they were like, oh, I mean, they could have had treasure boxes or something incentive for the kids right, right. to want to learn. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always about that route. So that's how I started interacting with the children. And then that mm-hmm. led into the summer, you know, um, summer program. Mm-hmm. And trying to find teachers was difficult because I mm-hmm. had no money. So, right. yeah, summer program right. at the Urban League. Yes. Right. There okay. was no money. But we had a few um, teachers from Dunbar, believe it or not, retired. Wow. You know, that really wanted to help. Okay. Well, that's so great. So, we worked it. And then, Jenaba, I don't know if you know, do you remember Jenaba? Yes, I do. I okay. Do. She was part of our music department. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Campbell was our math mathematician. Okay. You know, so I did want special components in it in English mm-hmm. uh, reading. So we just kind of grew, you know, from that. I'll put on performances. Mm-hmm. And um, this one uh, person from TUSD, he did operas. Wow. Oh, yeah. And he wanted, he hooked up with me. I don't even know how he found me. He mm-hmm. said he wanted to do a Rosa Parks opera. Wow. With the kids. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. So I had no idea what that was going to look like, but mm-hmm. he did. And that's all that mattered. So, okay, we're going to have a performance. How am I going to get the parents to come? Mm-hmm. And I told the kids, another incentive. You get your parents to come. This is the incentive you'll get. First, we're going to feed you when you come at night. <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, you will earn some additional DC bucks. Hmm. Wow. Every parent came. No way. Every parent came and that went on for several years wow and we just gravitated into this play i remember one year we uh they had to do some of our uh, music musicians mm-hmm. like uh yeah stevie wonder mm-hmm. yes. was one of the musicians um whitney houston was another and they took on this the role and they had their dress like that oh, oh okay. how cool okay. 
How cool. It was. They really got embraced in that whole thing. And I tell you, it, it was amazing, mm-hmm. especially the one that did Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Yes, right. yes, 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 The yes. hair. Oh. The glasses. Right. The mannerisms. Keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. He had it all. Oh, wow. So um, they really, really embraced those summers. Mm-hmm. And um, I also did college tours with them. The older oh. ones. Oh, wow. I started, you I took, started college tours that early. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I used the van mm-hmm. and yours truly drove. <laughs> yeah. And we and only, this was the, uh, the historically black universities and colleges? Yes. Uh, yes. We went to Texas because yeah. it was the closest. Mm-hmm. And uh, they loved it. We went to Houston for review. Mm-hmm. Um, was one of the main places we right. went and visited um, Buffalo Soldiers Museum. Right. And they didn't have a real museum at the time. They gutted a house and made it into mm. different wow, levels. Yeah. It was really very interesting. Now they have a museum, mm-hmm. and we still do that. Okay. Oh, cool. And NASA Space Center mm-hmm. and um, some of the other historical sites they had there, you know, in Houston. Right. But the colleges are the main thing that I wanted them to get their foot in and, mm-hmm. you know, so it all started right. So it all started with IBM loaning you to Tucson Urban League. It's yeah. sort of. It sounds like that's where you really found your passion, mm-hmm. and that was where you cut your teeth on mm-hmm. this journey that you and and the work that you wanted to do yeah. for the community. Yeah, it really was the. It was the starting point, and um, looking back, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. So, IBM was loaning you. You know, they were they were let let you get out on loan. Yeah. And then at some point, you left IBM. So, what? what tell us about that. Well, um, my year was up. Okay, mm-hmm. you did a lot in a year. Yeah, a <laughs> lot in a year. Extraordinary yeah. work um, in a year. It was. I I was even netting work with U of A right, and getting right, you know right. student scholarships. Mm-hmm. Wow, and things of that nature. And um, yeah, it was time to go back, and I was not ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the year was not enough time. Right. Yeah. But you can still do a lot, you know, in the community. Right. And uh, so I wrote our monk. We call it our rock. Yes. You know, and I asked them if they could extend, you know, my time. I was just right in the middle of everything. I couldn't mm-hmm. leave. Right. Right. Um, but they have policies that they can't break. Mm-hmm. So they said, no, my time was up because I was really my second loan executive. Right. <laughs> so right. I was really pushing it. But um, so I said, oh, well, I guess it's time to go back. Mm. Um, and a lot of people, if you, if you have faith and believe in God and then he speaks to you, you know, he's speaking to your heart and your spirit. Um, you know what you got to do. And I'm just driving one day. I forgot where I was going. And he said, um, you can't leave the children. (laughs) (laughs) And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I went to Mr. Clark and I asked him, would he like to give me a job? job and he says well i can't pay you what ibm's paying i said i know you know right but um i i left and the good news at that time they were having a buyout Mm -hmm. where i was going to leave tucson anyway right right i mean i had i could go to alaska i could go to they wanted me to open computer land at the time at um in san diego Mm -hmm. 
I had Atlanta, and I had North Carolina. Yeah, so wow. you had some choices. All those choices. But um, I, I couldn't leave what I was doing, and I didn't want to uproot Tyrone again. Mm-hmm. Right. Because mm-hmm. he's a kind of quiet kid, and, right. you know, we left Jersey. and Right, he's know. the youngest, the he's one that's still youngest. at home at that yeah. time. Yeah. So um, weighed my options, and the Lord said I, I just had to take whatever he was going to offer. Right. Mm. And that's what I did. Hmm. So you started with the Urban League. I started with the Urban League, and uh, I, I mean, as an as an Urban League employee. Yes. Right, and, but you had already started a sort of, uh, you know, programs. Mm-hmm. You'd already set them up for uh, success, I would say. Exactly. Well, I I think we were successful. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the community, you know, uh, the benefits that it was to those mm-hmm. that, you know, we serviced, they could see how the Urban League was really um, reaching out mm-hmm. and trying to make it, you know, better. Right. Hey, it's time for us to take another break. But when we come back, we'll be here with Missy. Are you a local business or entrepreneur looking for the winning edge to promote your business? We here at Octavia Media got you covered. Our award-winning marketing strategies are guaranteed to produce the best results to make your business stand out beyond your competitors. You can find us at OctaviaMedia.com for more information. Octavia Media is a black-owned business dedicated to building your brand and empowering your business. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Get Your Barbecue On with Ken Alexander. So, so you had a lot, you started programs, you guys, but back then I, I would say for Tucson, the Urban League was in its heyday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they were in what? I'm sorry. It's heyday. Okay. They were doing, doing a lot of stuff yeah. in the community. Yeah. And, you know, just, uh, you mentioned Gloria Copeland and I, and, and the people that were there with, when you were there at that time, you guys were really doing some good work. We were. It was right. really exciting. Yeah. And uh, Mayola Coleman. Yeah, Mayola. And yeah. She was I mean, these really, are... I mean, she made sure you had a job. Children right. had jobs in the summer. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, uh, people that were out of work and she found them jobs. If they just got out of prison, right. she mm-hmm. would find them jobs. It was just really, really, uh, yeah. It was growing. And um, me with the education side, I just love it. Mm -hmm. I knew that TUSD were suspending kids like crazy. So I went to Mr. Clark and I said, you know, um, we have, I brought the GED program. Mm -hmm. So we could hopefully, because we had a certified teacher, they could bring, instead of suspending the children, they could bring them to the Tucson Urban League. Mm. And we found a counselor that would bring them their work. Mm. And uh, Mr. Bennett would be the overseer. Yes. And they could earn their credits and be on track for graduations, you know. Brilliant. Next class. Yeah. So Mr. Clark thought that was a good idea and went to TUSD and they accepted it. Okay. So our, I'll never forget our very first student. He was Mexican-American, and he really was down on himself, mm. had no hope. Mm. And I tell you from, I don't remember what point in the year he came in, but when he finished, he actually was a senior, and he graduated from high school mm-hmm. by being in our program. Wow. wow. I mean, his hair was cut and he was dressed. I mean, it was just a total different person. Wow. Right. It was really, really beautiful. Yeah. That's amazing. He, Your first graduate yeah. yes. from the program. That had to be. Yes. 
Yes. That's a, it's certainly a milestone yes. right there. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of laid the groundwork for us to become a charter school. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, Mr. Clark, I didn't think it. <laughs> he said, I want you to write this charter. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I never wrote a charter before. I don't <laughs> right, know what right. to do. But Dr. Jolivette and uh, Charette Brown, mm-hmm. um, being the educated levels that they were in, mm-hmm. we all kind of put our heads together and we wrote about what we do. Right, right. The services that we provide to community. Right. Mm-hmm. It's an avenue. Right. Kids don't drop out, they drop in. Right. <laughs> I love it. Right, right, right. Yes. So that's what uh, that's what got us chartered. Mm. Okay. So that was your first charter school and from there once you started charter school in Urban League, what you I, I know there's Another charter school in your school. <laughs> and uh, you know our Deacon Glenn. Right, right. He came to me and he from said, Trinity Missionary Baptist Trinity Church. Trinity Missionary mm-hmm. Baptist Church, and um, we were even doing some things with uh, TUSD. Right, wow. right. So that kind of prompted, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. our uh, going forward for a you know Trinity Charter School, mm-hmm. right? Because it was Davis Education Center. Right. And you know Pastor Davis, Pastor Davis? Yes, Pastor he was, Davis. He yeah. was uh, like one of the founders of right. Trinity, Trinity Missionary Baptist Church back in the day. Right. And uh, so right. Deacon Glenn wanted the school to be named after him. Hmm. So on the education level, you know, the arts is extremely important mm-hmm. in the um, learning process of all of our kids. Right. The right. arts is key. Right. The state of Arizona Education Department knows that. Right. So that's what we did. Mm. Fine Arts Charter School. Right. Brilliant. And we had all the pieces, even the man that did the um, opera. Yeah. He was on our board. Awesome. So we went to the state and we were chartered. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, didn't have a building. <laughs> so, so did you do classes over at uh, uh, um, the Urban Lake? No. no? Uh, we got this church uh-huh. out on um, Old Spanish Trail. Old Spanish Trail. Trail. Okay. Yeah. And they gave us space. And we were, I'm trying to remember, was it kindergarten or first? I can't remember. But it was, you know, the elementary. Year. Through mm-hmm. middle school. Yeah, through middle school. And um, it was very exciting. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, I just looked around one day. I'm like, how did I get here? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it just happened so fast, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm not an educator, believe it or not. Um, but I love education. Mm-hmm. And I told Deacon Glenn, I said, you need someone in this position that has, has those skills. Yeah, so that, that has that background. Exactly, yeah. and can make the school grow. Yeah. And I'll stick around, you know, and do what I need to do and know to do as a manager. Right. You know, but you need an educator in this spot. Sure. You know? And uh, so I think I stayed with like two or three years maybe. Mm-hmm. And then um, he was moving. The person he wanted to get in, um, unfortunately, Jenna, but she left Tucson and he was like, he didn't know what to do, but mm-hmm. um, he did get someone, and he moved to, I think, Buchanan. She's over at uh, yeah, I'm not Rising sure. Star. I think mm-hmm. it was her. But anyway, um, they secured a building in the south part of Tucson. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it was a beautiful building. Good. And um, unfortunately, it, it didn't last. Right. Yeah. yeah. So from charter schools, 
that's where i mean you've always like you said you've always been about education yeah and uh so from charter schools how did you get to team because team and that's tucson educational empowerment for minorities exactly but that's not the name it started under so how did you get to the college tours and doing stem work and all that stuff how, how did that happen that's a good question <laughs> all the way back um actually we started in 2004 mm-hmm and I'm really big about college tours. Right, right. You know, seeing is believing. And mm-hmm. if you vision, uh, vis- can vision uh, where you can go, you might uh, gain that knowledge and, and yeah, so opportunity. If you, if you see it, you can be it. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so I think uh, Harvey... Dot, Harvey Williams. Yeah, Harvey Williams. Dot Williams and Frida Baker, they were doing the college tour. Right. So I had... Um, Tyrone went on one, mm-hmm. and Paul Reed, his friend, they went right. on one. Also. Yeah, Paul, right, yeah. right. And um, so that just started another wheel turning. Mm-hmm. We need to get more kids on this tour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, that's when um, one of my foster children signed up to go on the tour with Frida and Dot, because I think Harvey had left Tucson at that time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, a week before they were to go, they needed more money, and I'm like, Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, I was struggling trying to get her to go. Mm-hmm. So we found the money somehow. But I thought, you know, this tour has been going on for a long time. Why are we waiting until the last minute? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to raise the, mm-hmm. raise the funds. Money. Right. You know, so we started a fundraiser, mm-hmm. you know, uh, dinner. Mm-hmm. And with the kids, there was a whole bunch of kids uh, that were involved in the performances and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we gave all the money back to the tour. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. We I gave the that. tour money and then we gave scholarship money to the kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, some didn't need it, so that's fine. But those that needed it, you know, we definitely made sure that they had the money. So, and then we started out with our name in 2006. We came a nonprofit and it was. Southern Arizona Black College Community Support Group. That's a mm. lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah. uh, that's what not we a good did. acronym. No, no, we couldn't even get an acronym out of that. Right. We tried, but um, we had started out with two words, and someone said, "Well, you got to say where you're from, Arizona. You're not in Arizona only. You're in Southern." Arizona. So right. that's how we came. So, right. but um, as we grew. Um, they stopped, first of all, they stopped doing the tours for a while and we still wanted our mm-hmm. kids to go. So we didn't start with high school. We started with middle school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good place brilliant. to start. Yeah. Brilliant. Could, you know, more kids catch drop early. out in middle school than, you mm-hmm. know, right? Catch more early. than high school. Yes. So, uh, the middle school tour was awesome. I think we started that in 2007, mm-hmm. okay. something like that. And, um, Everyone that went on that tour is at a college. Some are at a, at a grad school. Wow. And some are in, and it's amazing. Oh, that's great. And one was a sixth grader coming from Marana. Wow. Oh, yes. Humble beginnings. Humble mm-hmm. beginnings. Very yes. humble. Right. Um, so she's, um, I don't know if you call her adjunct professor or what. 
Hmm. But yeah, she's really heavy in terms of knowledge. I can't even pronounce what she does. <laughs> and she's where is she working now? Where is she doing? She's in her grad uh, in grad school in Texas, somewhere oh, in Texas. That's great. But she was on our virtual mm -hmm. in November. Okay, mm. okay. And she was talking a little bit about it, and she said she misses her historical black college. You know the environment. Right. Mm -hmm. She right. said it did so much for her. Because I got her into Southern in, um, in, in uh, New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I got her a scholarship, and the rest was history. She got mm -hmm. her own scholarships from the school after that. And that's awesome. <laughs> she lobbied for herself. That's right. awesome. So that was a good, that yeah. was a win-win. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So then um, we started doing a lot of other things. I mean, what about the kids that don't go on the tour? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, are there some needs that they, they have? And yeah, there are. So we had to kind of get away from historical black college tour because that's not all we did. Right. right. You did right. a lot of other stuff. A lot of other stuff preparing. Mm -hmm. So that's when we came up with Team. Right. Tucson right. Educational Empowerment for Minorities. Mm -hmm. Good. Um, so from that, we had a Young Men's Leadership Conference that was just off the chain. It was mm -hmm. on a Saturday, and our kids, our boys, this is just for the boys. Mm -hmm. And they all came and they were dressed. They had to wear pants with the belt and they had to belts, wear belts, please. Uh -huh. Belts. Shirt with a tie. If they didn't have a belt or a tie, we had Tied belts one. and ties. Good. Good. You know, so we wanted to plant some seeds. Mm -hmm. And our speaker was dynamite. Mm -hmm. We did four sessions. Mm. Um, and they were all on a Saturday. And our last session, I mean, it brought tears not only to our eyes, but the young man, he said he cannot verbalize what he gained from mm. those sessions. And he's this six foot five, six kid. He was crying mm. that it was so impactful. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So we knew that whatever we set out to do, that it did happen. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it just kind of evolved from there. And we do Heritage Day. And I think you helped us. What is us. Heritage Day? That's in February. And um, it's for during um, Black History Month. Mm -hmm. And all of the high schools in Pima County are participate. Okay. You know? So they send folks to the event. Yes. Send the kids to the event. Yes. And um, uh, we have workshops. Mm hmm Professional workshops by professionals. <laughs> right, right, right. And you were one of our professionals. Uh, yes, I have. Hey. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there's a lot of kids that we mm -hmm. have, like over eight, probably about a thousand now. You know, because the last one we hit 800, but there were several schools that got caught in some traffic wow. jam or yeah. oh, accident, no. so they didn't make it. But um, it was overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And we are partners, thanks to Mr. Alexander, <laughs> with uh, Pima College West Campus, and they house our event, mm -hmm. and they are very happy to see all those kids on their campus. I'm sure. Yeah. You know. And you have summer event, too, right? It's Summer Safe. Summer Safe. Yeah, Summer Academic Foundation for Enrichment. Mm -hmm. um, and Raytheon is a awesome part of that they have come they did workshops for the morning they work with mm. all the kids uh in the engineering area and it's mm. just really beautiful right um and then we have a multicultural uh, how can i say organization yes and they network with nasa oh. so they brought nasa in and they did a whole morning hmm. so we really zero in on the science 
um, we zero in on um, reading. Mm-hmm. It's we had that reading to succeed as a part of it. Right. And the arts. Barbia yes. has come in with the arts. And then we had um, the U of A uh, Africana Studies mm-hmm. to a little history. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, Dr. Carter. Yes. He was one of our uh, instructors. But anyway, we've had several professors to come and help us out during the summer and other professionals from TUSD staff. Yeah, so uh, those are great programs. And you guys, especially with the science and math focus and, and the arts seem to, that has been the first thing that all school districts have to like cut away, mm-hmm. cut out. Mm-hmm. And like you said earlier, that's so important to to learning. And just it's just not the, the three R's, right? You know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's uh, the not arts anymore. have to be in there too. Right. So... But what what I wanted to add for this upcoming with the multicultural, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we wrote a grant and hopefully we'll get funded. Yes, um, it's uh, science kits. Oh, mm. have you heard of them? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and coding. Oh, how oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we want to introduce that into our summer program. That'd be good. So even if we don't get funded, I tell the staff I want to do this anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, uh, you'll figure you'll figure yeah. out how oh, to get yeah. the money out. Uh-huh. Sure. And this um winter, because we couldn't we did the read to succeed only in the summer because mm-hmm. we couldn't get together because of the pandemic. Right. right. So uh what I did was I said we need to do something else for Christmas. So we mm-hmm. did the twelve days of Christmas with all of the mm-hmm. black inventors. Oh awesome. Ooh. Cool. And we chose twelve uh-huh. and we gave them clues and they had to look it up. So um, that worked out very well. And some of our students wind up not taking 12 days Mm -hmm. and finished before. Oh, okay. I was impressed. (laughs) I was really impressed. So, you know, that says, oh, this is, this child needs a challenge. Yes, yes. You know, and he wants to learn more. Mm -hmm. So why not let him? That's, yeah, why not? So, and now, because we didn't have African-American Youth Heritage Day, we had an essay contest. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and we provided them with about six to eight names yes. of um, some of our historians and mm-hmm. some of our current mm-hmm. people that are in um, different positions in our uh, yeah different disciplines around yes. uh, different. So careers. they were allowed to choose one and write about them. Mm-hmm. They had to write an essay and they get an incentive. And we're April third. We're going to be live stream. Oh, cool. oh okay. You know, and uh, put that on. Okay, just like great. we did our virtual mm-hmm. yeah. in November. Okay, so mm-hmm. we try, even though the pandemic's here, we try to use the resources that are available, right, to do something, yeah, and keep the kids engaged. Yeah, yeah. So you're doing amazing work with team. Uh, so, what are you doing to to attract volunteers, or do you do you need? Are you looking for? We are, but I. We haven't been that successful, yes. except for um, a few people said, you know, if you need me, call me, you know. Right. <laughs> and I've, we've done that. So mm-hmm. we, like for Heritage Day mainly, that's such a huge event. We could use all we can get. Right, um, right. I, I know you get a lot of support from, like you said, I think the uh, Rabin. Rabin. Yeah, the, they the do Raytheon step Black Rabin. Employees Net- yes. Network and some other organizations. Right. Raven steps up. They right. really do. And they support us for 
that event mm-hmm. very much so. Uh, summers, we don't have that much support, but it's okay because we have the instructors and the kids come in, we feed them breakfast and lunch, mm-hmm. you know, and so they don't stay that long in one area. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they, you know, uh, go to their various workshops. Well, that's great. So, but we can use more volunteers when we have an event, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it's always, we always welcome that. Yes. So. Well, that's yeah. great. So how do folks get in touch with you at team? We're revamping our website because uh, the person that did it for some reason, we have a section that says, if you're interested in contacting us, fill it out. And it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> so that doesn't help. So the website is the best. And it or and even if you go in on the website, our secretary's email is there. Yes. yes. So that's the best way at this time mm-hmm. to contact us and say, I'd like to learn more. I'd like to volunteer. You know, what can I volunteer for? Okay. You know? okay. So uh, her name is Christina Austin and her name is on the first page until we get it up and running again. On uh, the team work, yes. uh, the team website. Website, yes. Okay, that's great. Um, and we do have a Facebook, and we do have the um, Twitter and Instagram. Okay, right. They can just search team Tucson. Yeah. Okay. Great. It should come up. <laughs> All right. So there's a couple of other things I wanted to ask you about because. Uh, this is uh, huge. I mean, and it just attests to your huge heart. And that is the work you have done as a foster parent. Can you just share a bit about that? Because over the years, I've seen you with a lot of <laughs> foster children. And, uh, yes. you know, that's not something that you, you just casually do. That's something that. So can you tell us a little bit about that part of your life? Well, going back to 1996, mm-hmm. and it was in September, I'll never forget it. I had thought about it, but that's all I did was think about it. <laughs> yeah. Because mm-hmm. then I started thinking, well, this means you're going to have to be committed. Da, da, da. You know, mm-hmm. you get rolling in your head. So, I- so what did you see that you thought about it? Something must have triggered you. Kids. Yeah. I just... Mm-hmm. I be impact the lives of children even more so okay. because they would be able to live in my house and I could mm-hmm. either um, I could provide them with some direction, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of um, if they aged out of my house, they had to go to college. Okay. That was the number one thing. And, uh, and they did the yes. ones that aged out. But I'll never forget that day because my whole world kind of crashed around me. I won't go into detail. And I said, I thought I was doing everything right. <laughs> <laughs> But apparently I'm not. And I just sat on my family room floor and I was like waiting for an answer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, God answered me. And I said, I'm missing something. He said, yeah, I want you to become a foster parent. Wow. So I went into file 13. <laughs> had this manuscript in there and yeah. I got it out and filled it out. And in, it's a long process because mm-hmm. um, they go through background check fingerprints so it took three months. Okay. And in December of 96, I was a foster parent. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very challenging. Yeah. <laughs> Very challenging. Yeah. I had some um, children that they still remember and call me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even yesterday, I had a call from 
back east. Yeah. <laughs> they lived, they moved, and uh, they remember. And um, and that's all I wanted to do was uh, you know expose them, plant seeds, mm-hmm. and give them something to to grow and live by. Yeah. Um, some have gone to HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they didn't stay. Yeah. Uh, GCU up in mm-hmm. uh, my first child. We took her to GCU. Yes. Smart girl. Mm-hmm. And we were there. We, you know, but just, I don't know, maybe afraid of success. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. But at least they had a foundation mm-hmm. if they ever want to go back and pick that up. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah, the foundation. They'll always have that. They'll always yeah. have. Uh, and that's the thing. Just, I think all they want is love. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know I've planted some seeds in their hearts and their minds to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what they do with that, it certainly is their decision. Yeah. You know, you can do so much, uh, but we were a family and mm. we did a lot of wonderful things together. That's awesome. Um, one continues to call and say, I just want to get in the car and just keep riding because we went all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And um, she came to my uh, award uh, acknowledgement. She's in uh, Oklahoma. Oh, Oh, wow. So she came from Oklahoma with her two kids. Wow. Yeah. So. um, I I mean, yeah, you've been very impactful mm -hmm. and, and you know, positively had a positive impact on a lot of children. So uh, how many children have <laughs> gone through in this false foster children have you yeah. came um, through your house wow i used to, i was keeping track and then yeah. i stopped uh, so it's well over 300 wow, wow. well That's over amazing. 300 yeah. yeah and um very i've grown too mm-hmm. yeah of course yeah you know, of course and patience mm-hmm. lots of patience <laughs> oh yeah yeah I had boys and girls at mm. one time. Right. Um, when that became dangerous, I said, I got to make a choice. Right. So I decided to do girls since I have all sons. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Makes sense. Yeah. So, so it was good though. The boys call me. Mm. Mm. They call me Christmas Eve and I think we, they were on the phone for like an hour mm. or more. <laughs> right. It's amazing. And matter of fact, last week I got another call from mm. Mm. And he was so cute. Miss Seed. Mm. <laughs> I really remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. How are you? Oh, I love it. But um, yeah. they remember. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So, um, you know, that, like I said, the foster care, I mean, the work you've done is absolutely, it's amazing. I mean, you have to have a gift for it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like you said, that you've gained a lot of it, so you've been blessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just just the interaction with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. So from there, can you tell us a bit about uh, food and the impact of food? You know, as coming up in New Jersey, and uh, you know when you went to the New York, and even now, mm-hmm. you've always had a lot of folks around. You know the kids, and then the foster kids. But uh, you know, how did it start out? You know, as your family at home, your dad, your mom. Yeah, we always had mom. Always made sure that we had three squares every single day, mm-hmm. except Saturday, and you're cleaning the house and you're trying right. to snack. 
But um, that was something that um, was just something she made sure. That's when I learned to cook in mm -hmm. elementary school. I had to come home and start dinner. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, she come, when she got off from work, she worked in a sweatshop. Oh. Sun up to sundown. Mm -hmm. But they made sure that we had a nutritional meal. Mm -hmm. um, so I just learned from that. And then holidays, oh my goodness, the floodgates. I mean, there was uh, turkey and ham and collard greens mm. and chitlins. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All of us, all my brothers and I, we love chitlins, but my kids only have one son that likes them. Likes them. Yeah, mm. They right. smell better. Right. <laughs> but anyway, um, it's a soul food. Yes. You know, we grew up off of soul food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, it was just nothing like it. Uh, when moms, we have a family come in from uh, Newark, New York, and different parts of uh, the East Coast, and they'd all come to my mom's house because mm -hmm. my dad uh, had a lot of cousins. Yes. Um, uh, from his dad's family. You know how it is. Yeah, I know how it is. Yeah, mm -hmm. big family. Big family. And yeah, getting together. Yeah. Yes. They had a big backyard. So we just, I still have pictures. I got them all together and it was uh -huh. just so enlightening. Wow. And mom loved to cook with, for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so everybody stood by with their fork with those greens. Because <laughs> 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 you got to tear those greens up. Yeah. And um, so I, from that, I learned to make sure I had balanced meals for mm -hmm. my children. Mm-hmm. Every single night, right? You know, right? Um, and even some of the things they didn't like, they're calling me. How did you fix this? <laughs> yeah, you right, know? right, right. So you had the boys. So did yes. they? Did they learn to cook while they were at home? They all cook. All right, mm -hmm. right. That's a great thing. Yeah. That's a really good thing. They all cook. Cooking and cleaning. You need yeah. to be able to take they, care of yourself. Exactly. One of them, uh, his first business, that's the mm -hmm. one that's got the business mind. He's into right. everything. Okay. His first business was janitorial. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Because they had to clean. Yeah. They yeah. knew I was going to come and look uh -huh. and make sure it was done right. Right. Especially right, the right. bathrooms. Right. That, that, right. Yeah, yeah, that's my mom. My mom, she was a single parent. Six boys. Ooh. Yeah, same thing. You know, that's one thing we had to clean, and we only had one bathroom. Oh, right. So my mom right. was more concerned with uh, aim than putting the toilet seat down. <laughs> <laughs> but she taught yeah. us we were going to clean that bathroom. bathroom. I, mm -hmm. If I don't know how to clean anything else, I know how to clean the bathroom. Oh yeah. <laughs> and to this day, the kids when they come in my home, I said, "When you leave, you will know how to clean a bathroom." <laughs> <laughs> Everybody right. got to do it. Right, yeah. right, right. Bathrooms and kitchens have yeah. to be spotless. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Spotless, and, so. you know, and, and yeah, we had to wash dishes. And, and boys need to learn how to wash oh, yeah. dishes and clean. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, I said, this way you don't have to marry right away unless you want to. <laughs> right, right, exactly. You can cook yeah. and you can clean. Right. right. You can take care of yourself. They even right. iron their own clothes. Right. So, hey, as they say, go. where is my sock? I can't find my other sock. That's when they start washing their own clothes. Yeah. Uh -huh. You'll always be able to find it. You yep. wash your own stuff. You Not a lie. But I mean, that's the thing. You, you know, boys need life skills. They do. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, you know, if when they do decide to, you know, partner up or get together with somebody else, the other thing it will do is it'll make your life a lot easier yeah. mm -hmm. if you can share 
the workload. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Especially, Split the duties. you know, they have children. Yeah. And the right. wife is sick or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or, right. you know, or you got to be able to take sure. over the load. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, got one son. He said he cooks every day and his wife cooks on Sunday. Right. There you okay. go. Right. You got it. That hey, works. You got to be able to, yeah. you know, team up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. To make it successful. Exactly. Teamwork makes the, the dream, dream work. work. That's right. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's right. So, but Sister C, it's certainly been a pleasure having you on the well. show. Thank and you. Uh, it's been a long time coming. And I think uh, this conversation has definitely enriched our listeners. Mm-hmm. Well, praise God. Yes. Praise God. So. It's been a pleasure. And I thank you for thinking about me. <laughs> uh, as the kids say, gee, mom, you're almost as old as dirt. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't feel. Right. That, you know, yeah. I mean, I know I'm getting up there in age, but I don't feel whatever age I am, I'm not going to say. <laughs> right. But anyway, um, I've got a lot of energy and um, I'm about ready to embark on something else. That's it. As long as you got, uh, you got still to, got work to do. I've yeah. Got a lot of work You'll to be do. fine. Yeah. Because uh, we're losing a lot of our, our young men mm-hmm. here in Tucson. I know we're percentage wise. We're, you know, kind of low on the totem pole, but as it relates to incarceration, right? you know, it's just out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, you know, I was telling our pastor, you know, about, you know, we need to lobby together to yeah. try to not just meet and talk. Right. But have some action yeah. that's mm-hmm. going to help that generation. Well, you know, based on your track record, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to be successful. Something's going to happen. Something's yeah. going to happen. Right, right, right. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you very much. Well, you're very welcome. All right. It's really good to be here with you guys. Good to see you. Thank you. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening to Get Your Barbecue On with Ken Alexander, the podcast. We really appreciate you listening in today. We have some great guests coming up. Uh, So please tune in to Get Your Barbecue On, the podcast.